Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. Right, so now let's first of all, let's go to Bruce Jack. So who is Bruce Jack? Well, Bruce Jack is primarily, he is a winemaker. He owns a wine farm in the Overberg, uh, which is kind of the place, you know, the area that I go through when I go down to Arniston, except I haven't gone for the last three years. But, um, but he is behind the largest poetry award in South Africa. And it's called, and it's only just been launched, the National Poetry Prize. So Bruce Jack joins us on the line. So Bruce, welcome to Kaya FM. Good morning, Jenny. Thank you very much for having me on. This is a, a, a huge uh, privilege, and I hope it's going to be a pleasure, but I'm very nervous. Well, I wouldn't be nervous. I would, I, imagine me trying to make wine. Imagine me going into a winery <laughs> and just uh, a little bit of Sauvignon Blanc, maybe a little bit of this and a bit of that, a bit of egg white here, etc. <laughs> you would have a disaster. <laughs> so, well, I, I do feel a little bit out of my comfort zone. I mean, it's, it's been a long time since I've heard the word impecunious used in any context never mind on a on a radio station but of course it's jenny chris williams so that's uh, <laughs> one expects that kind of quality <laughs> well listen when you when you finish mocking me let's get <laughs> not at all <laughs> i love it i think one of my favorite words impecunious <laughs> because you're not <laughs> <laughs> i think it's because i'm a it, it motivates me not to be. <laughs> yes, of course. But, but Bruce, I've been mean, talking about words like impecunious or supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, words like that. You're also interested in words. I mean, it doesn't mean to say because you own a wine estate and you, you make some outstanding wines. It doesn't mean to say that you don't appreciate literature, that your love of words and particularly your love of poetry don't come into your life. Yes, Jenny, thanks again. I mean, I, mean I, I am a little bit embarrassed talking about this through my own story, but because it's, it's, it's really a much bigger thing, but, but I suppose it, it helps um, tell the story of the prize through people. And, and, and so my story is, is, is maybe interesting from that perspective. Um, my first, um, well, I, I've, I've fell in love with writing and with English through my mother, I think as as one often does fall in love with things like cooking and et cetera. Um, and she was a, she was a musician, but she was also um, a journalist and, and a writer. And she wrote the um, column for the Cape Times, uh, the music column for Cape Times for 14 years mm-hmm. in Cape Town. And uh, we used to go to concerts together and, and I would watch her pour over her little, Article which would take her hours and hours to hone and to perfect. Uh, she 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 was sort of a real craftswoman um, from that perspective. And when I started writing, and of course, when you're a teenager, you have really nothing to say and no life experience, you know, from which to draw from. Really, um, and even if you do have a life experience, you 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 don't have. Um, a satisfactory grasp of 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 the big picture to be able to put it into perspective and to be able to communicate it about it. So I would, you know, doing the normal sort of teenager, angstful, rather boring things, and she would uh, very patiently help me kind of get it right. And I, I suppose through that, she used to say to me, you've got to put your writing on diet. Uh, and what she meant by that, which I, I, I think is a sort of a Hemingway-esque idea of, of getting down to the essential uh, bits and pieces of writing. I went on to university and uh, very, very fortunate to have been able to do so and studied. And, and uh, my first degree was in English literature before I did a winemaking degree. 
Um, and it was, I think it was through that that I, I, I discovered that the essence of writing is in fact poetry. Um, and fell in love with poetry through a wonderful um, lecturer at the University of Cape Town called Professor Stephen Watson, who unfortunately Just died. Is, is no longer with us. Mm. Yeah, absolute mensch, absolute um, giant uh, in the world, not only of education, but also in, in the world of poetry. He was also an essayist and a, and a, and a wonderful critic in the most positive way of a lot of the confused writings that were happening, you know, during apartheid, um, uh, he was he was blatantly um, honest and and focused on what was important in English and in poetry, which is of course the quality thereof. So I, I think I, I was I was very fortunate to have fallen under his spell, and he sort of saw past the the rather thick set um, front row forward like exterior and believed that maybe beyond that there was something that could be a little bit more subtle. Um, and uh, and it was through that that poetry became a very important part of my life and, and has been forever. Um, so I think for me the poetry prize is, well, there, there are a couple of things that are different about it. The first one um, is that you said in your introduction, you're absolutely right, the South African landscape for poetry is already quite advanced actually for um, compared to many countries in the world um, and, and and not only just uh, for English this, this this poetry prize is is in English but I'll get to that a little bit later it, it can uh, be in another one of the 11 official South African languages but then must be um, translated for the for the poetry prize because it is something that is going to be um, expanded internationally um, so it's it's easier to choose one language, but um, uh, you know, really, um, there, there are so many other competitions, is what I'm saying, that are of enormous quality and also have a really good um, prize money. I think this one has ended up being uh, sort of almost by default. We we didn't realise that it was going to end up being you know the most prize money that is that is available at the moment, and I hope it spurs some of the other poetry competitions to increase their prize money because that's really where one helps motivate and, and get the excitement around poetry going. Of course, it isn't the be and end all. There is an internal creative need and process that it will also be satisfying, hopefully, amongst all the aspiring and, and, and also experienced poets that are out there, which, of course, as you said, we have so many and such a rich... Um, uh, such a rich well to draw on in South Africa, and I think that goes back to our, you know, traditions of oral history as well in South Africa. That that, that the storytelling, which is so much part of our collective culture, there we go, Afropolitanism, and right there is <laughs> is, is is something that um, you know is is the basis and foundation of poetry. And so, really, I think I think poetry is sort of the in a way, the essence of storytelling and, um, and and getting to the nuts and bolts of things that are important in our lives. And of course, we need that more now than ever. Okay. All of this is a far cry from starting or getting the idea of your own poetry award, which I know doesn't belong to you, but it does sort of. And the way you've set it up, um, you're using New Contrast magazine, for instance. Uh, you've already got judges. And I don't know whether you've read any of uh, Sali, uh, Saleha Idris Bamji's uh, writing, but, I mean, her poetry book, Zikr, is the, the writing is astonishing. Um, yeah, right. so. I'm, I'm absolutely in awe of, of the judges, actually. I, I'm, um, 
look, we've got so much quality in this country, but um, just within the judges, and I couldn't believe that, you know, that the, the first three people that we asked were, were so keen um, to be part of this prize. I think your first question is like, where did the idea come from? Um, and, and why do it? And, and well, first, the important thing is, look, the Avbob poetry competition, which is already out there, is amazing. Um, and I particularly love the way that they've been able to package and communicate it in, in terms of the way that they do the little um, videos of, of the different winning poets. And it's really well worth going onto YouTube, Googling Avbob Poetry competition winners. Um, so we, we're not in any way wanting to take away from that. But, but I had this sort of weird idea during lockdown as I was going through my shelves. And I, I've got all the new Contrast magazines right back to the very beginning when they were, it was just called Contrast. And um, I, it was the first place that I ever had poetry published. Um, so, so it's a very sort of important part of my life. And I was going, you know, reading through all of these, and it's such a repository of excellence and brilliance in South, South Africa that very few people outside of a very small, closed literary circle know about. So New Contrast is the oldest literary magazine in South Africa. Um, and it's, it, it is peopled by a non-profit uh, a company uh, controlled and managed by that. But it has had the most um, exceptional people run it over the years, uh, you know, for the last 60 years. And um, it, it, I just gave them a call out of nowhere and um, got hold of the business manager and said, look, I, I think it could be a wonderful opportunity to start a national poetry prize that is not associated with any particular person or company. I'm not taking anything away from Avbog, but in a way, it's almost a literary um, legacy that I was trying to create um, without being too egotistical about it, where whether I'm involved or not is irrelevant, that this carries on and is the sort of a premium poetry prize just because of its prize money. But, but is really there because it's self-sustaining and doesn't require a corporate sponsor with the CEO uh, who may or may not decide to uh, see poetry as important in 50 years' time. So it's really about a legacy project. All right. I want you to hold on there because we're going to take a short break. And if you've just tuned in to Kai FM, we're talking about a brand new and significant poetry award in South Africa. It's called the National Poetry Prize. And I will give all poets and wanna, wannabe poets, I will give you details as to how you can enter it. So hang on and uh, we'll be back with Bruce Jack just after this. Saturdays with Jenny. Well, we're talking to winemaker and poet and now behind the largest poetry award in South Africa, the National Poetry Prize, and that's Bruce Jack. So, so Bruce, I mean, all of this sounds absolutely fantastic, and I love the fact that it's independent. I love the fact that it's got a life after, probably after you, and uh, and most certainly after me. Uh, you know, I mean, it's really important that there is, a, there is longevity and also um, that there is... Uh, what is the word? It is not at the behest of, say, the chairman's wife or something like that. Um, exactly. And I don't, I don't mean that unpleasantly, but it does happen occasionally. Or even the chairman's husband. Or even the chairman's husband or whatever, <laughs> you know, those things. So, so now, how is this thing going to work? People, uh, I, I mean, there is a time limit on it for this year. And New Contrast uh, Literary Magazine basically is doing the work, isn't it? Correct, yes. Um, so... The, yeah, that's a very good point. They are coordinating the whole thing. Um, the, the, the thing that's actually doing the most work is a, is a, is a fantastic app called Submissible, which is the process um, through which 
you go. And unfortunately, it's American, so it costs money. Um, so the, the, you go onto the New Contrast website, which is newcontrast.net. Um, the competition ends at the end of the year on the 31st of December, so there's, there's lots of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, uh, there's a $3 entrance fee. Um, and of that, um, the majority of it goes to uh, submissible because of they've got a minimum charge per per entry. But they they then collate all the submission, make sure that uh, the poems are the correct length and in the correct language, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, uh, check everything out, and then the rest of that that three dollar goes to is a, is a reading fee for the judges. Um, if there is any any money over, in other words, if we if we get um, you know hundreds and thousands of, of applications then um, the rest of the money uh, goes to uh, the the new con- uh, split between new contrast and and that's a non-profit organization so it will go to a charity of their uh, uh, choosing and I have a non-profit organization called the Head Start Trust which creates musical opportunities in the South Africa's um, poorest rural areas for um, uh, teenagers and, and pre-teens uh, also a, a legacy of my mother and um, and yeah, and, and the rest goes to to uh, giving a, a small stipend to the judges to actually do the reading and the judging. We will come up with a a, a, a short list of ten. Those those ten all receive a, 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 a subscription to the New Contrast Literary Magazine, and also um, will be published. I have a um, publication called Jack Journal, um, which goes uh, all around the world uh, to a lot of my private customers and, and also my trade customers, but um, it's is soon going to be on, on shelf in a big UK supermarket. I can't talk about that, but um, it's very exciting what's happening there. Um, and, and that's probably going to end up being about a 12,000 edition publication next year. So, And then, of course, you get published in New Contrast, which is the highlight of many poets' careers, never mind uh, also associated with the prize. It's very, very exciting. So do you have, do you not even get involved with reading some of the poetry? And I am ever so slightly concerned that they've got a right to a length because, you know, I mean, I know that they can't write the Lord of the Rings, um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, you know, some poems are, you know, sort of, I was going to say three lines long, but that's a haiku or something, but um, yes. something that is, I mean, surely they can write to their own length. Yeah, so so the, the length is the largest length allowed by any poetry prize, I believe, in South Africa. So it's 60 lines. So, um, you know, that's three full-scale pages. Oh, okay. Which is, which is uh, you know, I think you should generally, unless you're kind of writing Paradise Lost, you've, you've probably got to the nut of what you want to say, or the kernel of what you want to say by 60 lines. So I think we've covered um, that in terms of its length. Um, and, um, and I, you know, I mean, that was a really interesting debate actually amongst, um, the, the new con, because of course these guys have all the experience. This is what they do. They collate poetry, um, and short stories and literary essays and have been doing so for, for a long, long time. And the, the there was, a, there was a long debate about how long the, the pie should be. And in the end, we actually heard on the side of allowing more lines than less and, and, 
but there, there, there does have to unfortunately be this cutoff because as you say otherwise you get the Lord of the Rings and, and that's just going to be um, unmanageable from a judging logistics perspective so, so I mean presumably you're going to be involved in this or at least they're going to let you see some of the poems that, uh, that come in because you of course are going to publish them on your magazine which um, I'm dying to actually see so um, it's on its way, isn't it? Um, yes, I've, I've, I've <laughs> won from the post to you, and um, and we're, we're about to publish the next one, which is should, should, will be coming out this month. So I'll send you that as well. Um, the the uh, I look, I, I, I as I said, I'm you know it, although I poetry is very much part of my life, you know I'm in awe of the um, uh, of the experience and the talents and the genius of the judges that we have, and it would it wouldn't be right for me to impose my Self on on the judging process from that perspective, but I I have been given the they, they were very kind and said that I could get involved in the pre reading and the and the screening <laughs> of, of poems. So if I have time and and I hope I'll be able to make time, I'm I'm going to dive into that with huge relish. Well, let let me give Afropolitans just a very very brief look because we're almost out of time. Uh, of um, some, uh, well, three there are three judges, and I did mention uh, Saliha Idris Bamji, yeah, and uh, and she's got a wonderful poetry book out, Z I K R, um, and it's just won the 2020 Ingrid Yonker Poetry Prize. Very very significant. Meg van der Merwe, she's an associate professor of creative writing in and English literature at the University of the Western Cape and her novel Zebra Crossing, which was a while ago, seven years ago, um, it was uh, called or named by the Cape Times as one of the 10 best South African books published in 2013 and also chosen by the Guardian newspaper in UK and they are famously sniffy um, as one of the top migrants. And then meet this woman. She has got a PhD from UCT. She's a lecturer in the English Department of Stellenbosch University, an archivist of black cultural production and a jazz records collector. And her research interests are material cultures. I don't know what that means. Black archives, anti-apartheid and anti-colonial movements. And yeah. it just goes on and on and on. She sounds absolutely fascinating. So She I, sounds perfect for um, Kaya FM. <laughs> she does. There's an there. Yes. No, no, no. She sounds absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm going to get her number. But listen, Bruce, we're, we're out of time now. So everybody, all they've got to do is they've got to go on to um, to the new Contrast magazine website. That's their, their starting post, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and there's submissible. Can I leave you with one quick quote? Yes. This is from Dead Poets Society, which I just found actually this morning while preparing for this chat. And it's when the, the teacher, Keating, uh, talks about poetry and he says, we don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. And medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. Lovely talking to you and congratulations with this. I think Thanks, it's Jenny. fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. Saturdays with Jenny. With Jenny every Saturday from, from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.